Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Thursday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Wednesday, and uh, Marcus Lush is now an Invercargill councillor. Uh, ISIS brides, there's just going to be an epidemic of them, apparently. And uh, Kate Hawksby, is she the only person left who cares about Harry and Megan? Uh, but before any of that, uh, yes, we have uh, changed levels everywhere. Hooray. Uh, did you watch the announcement at 4.30? Did you think there's the shawl at Sirius? It's funny, isn't it? We try and put um, some sort of inference into what the Prime Minister's wearing to what the decision's going to be. I thought it was going to be a stay. Uh, I know you people haven't had a chance to discuss this because it hasn't been announced during talkback time, but if you do want to react to the fact that I think, if I remember right, at midnight, Auckland to level two, the rest of the country back to level one, and there is no level zero. Uh, some people have th- thought that that was premature to go down, but, you know, you can get each way. Some people think we never should have gone to level three anyway. I personally favour the side of caution. Now we've got Maccas at Cavendish, uh, but, you know, those people seem to be ring fenced, and certainly the people from uh, Monaco seem to be doing the right thing and going to get testing in droves. They are the heroes. Uh, the everyday heroes that have done what they need to do, and anyone that got tested, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's all fantastic. So it seems as though another cluster contained of a virus that's spreadier. I would imagine down the line when they study this, I mean, it must be probably one of the most difficult things for a government to do is to keep a country on board through a pandemic going on 14 months with no end in sight. I mean, it's unbelievable. it must be unbelievably difficult from every aspect. You know, listen to Marcus greasing up the government. Is that how he got onto the council, eh? Man, how are you feeling? Well, it's not a, it's not a midlife crisis, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, is it? Well, I'm not looking at... No, I'd rather have a sports car than be on the council, I think, Marcus. <laughs> I reckon local body politics is the new rock and roll. That's what they're saying, and I'll go with that. <laughs> what, what made you enter the fray, mate? Oh, it's so long ago I can't remember. Um, <laughs> look, oh, so, yeah, it's a good question. Sort of the news is quite new to me. I, don't, I haven't really thought about it, but it just seemed to be as though, you know, I read that report they did on the council. It seemed as though there was these observers that were coming in to help out. It just seemed to be a great time to join for 18 mm, months yeah. to work out, you know, because it seemed as though the council's had real troubles. And I thought I had the time and the... Yeah, a fairly good understanding and a passion to get in there and do it. You are passionate about the area, aren't you? I mean, that's 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 legitimate and genuine. Yeah, absolutely. But I've always been someone that moved moved to Southland, so I've, I never kind of knew if they were passionate about me. So right. you know, because they, they can be a bit wary of someone that even though it's twenty years ago. So I'm pretty stoked by the result. Mm. Oh, it's a fantastic result, Marcus. As we said, a huge congratulations from Simon myself. But one of the things that I did wonder. Have you, you've, you've never been a council reporter, have you, and sat through an entire council meeting and subcommittees and stuff like that? No. No, right. I, I actually did. You think do, I, I did that in the 1970s, and that's why I would rather stick needles in my eyes than be a local body councillor. But I'm sure you'll have a lovely time. It'll be all different from what it was back in the day when I was covering it. Look, I don't think it probably it's changed that much. I've got no idea, but certainly, you know, I've got 18 months to get in there and find out what it's like. Yeah. before they have the next local body election. So um, I'm pretty curious. I, mean, I, think it's, I think it can be quite dramatic, the council meetings here. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I could never be on a council. 
Um, meetings is right up there. Like actually having to go to meetings as part of your job is whatever the job is, is a reason for me not to do a job. I wonder how many meetings you have to attend before you end up being an ISIS bride. Now, how do you rate the chances that these 12 uh, could be headed back to New Zealand even if they grew up in Australia? Uh, Well, uh, you know, given the Australians' response to this precedent-setting case, uh, I'd say at least 50-50. But it really depends on the disposition of this case. And I happen to hear your uh, Australian correspondent describe his interview with this woman And what stood out for me was that if what she's saying is true, she was basically forced into some form of sex slavery uh, by the people smugglers in Turkey. If indeed it's true, she called her mother, said she wanted out, and they forced her into Syria to be a jihadi bride. Let's just say that the Australians need to take that into account, given that he also said that she speaks with an Australian accent Mm. and all those sort of things. So um, having said that, it's clear that her case will become the test case for any other returning jihadi brides. I'm not so sure that we're going to see a dozen of them come back. And by the way, most of them, if not all of them, did leave from Australia. But you know what? I hate to say it. I don't think all of them are alive today. But why do you say that? Uh, because the, the not only was the conflict absolutely ruthless on all sides, as much as we want to think the Western coalition behaved appropriately and uh, uh, adhered rigorously to the laws of war, Um, let's just say that ISIS fights very dirty, Mm. and it fights inside the civilian population. It uses them as cover. Uh, We've seen this everywhere. We saw this in Raqqa. We saw this in Mosul. The world's a very exciting place for Paul Buchanan, isn't it? I'm just saying, you know, like, if you um, knew him on a personal level, you know, you related to him or you deal with him on a daily basis, just in everyday life, I imagine everything... There's something going on behind the scenes with, with everything. Ah, oh, look. Uh, Vogels aren't making uh, cheer and, um, and sunflower seed bread anymore, whatever that one was that they don't make anymore. Mm, you know why that is, don't you? You know, like, everything's just going to be very exciting for him. Um, uh, Gary McIver, pretty excited by the ISIS bride situation as well. There's a little bit of me that thinks, oh, that might be the kind thing to do. Let's take the whole Aiden family from Australia, the whole extended whānau, and bring them over here. And then they can help raise these two little kiddies. It wouldn't surprise me. The obvious place for this woman and her two children is Australia. That's where she lived. That's where her family are. But the Aussies have said, no dice. We don't want a bar of her. Ha, ha, ha. She's got New Zealand on the birth certificate. Yours. Well, we're going to have to come to some kind of diplomatic arrangement. There has been some progress overnight. Um, There's a press release this morning. Uh, Jacinda Ardern said she'd had a constructive call with Scott Morrison overnight. Uh, Both New Zealand and Australia now acknowledge that this case has a number of complexities and they're working through those issues in the spirit of our relationship. Bet ScoMo got a bit of a curry up when he saw that the darling of the South Pacific had lashed him. The international world would be firmly on our Prime Minister's side.
So that might have brought him to the table a little bit more quickly. But if we have to trade something off to get her back to Australia with the two kids, back to her family, back to her culture, back to her place of upbringing, and take about 4,501ers with her, that would be fantastic. I actually don't mind us having a few ISIS brides. It makes us sound like we're more exciting and on the world stage as well. You know, we've got real homegrown terror connections. Because, you know, we had that, what Jerry Brownlee called the other day, a bumbling jihadist, that guy. Um, you know, we don't want to just have him. We want to have some actual, you know what I mean? I mean, we don't want to, but it's it gives us a little bit of cred, don't you reckon? Uh, we're going to finish up here with the, the people who have no cred anymore. And surely in most people's eyes, Harry and Megan. What do we miss, Party Harry? He seems a bit earnest these days. A bit, dare I say it, boring. To lose all your regal patronages and to further upset your family by courting a lifestyle of showbiz and flogging vegan lattes, it seems ill-judged. But the real question, I guess, is, is he happier this way? And if he is, then actually... Who are we to judge? Well, I do feel for the Queen, and for his dad, and his brother, and the mates he's clearly left in his dust. And if if this was always going to be the plan, then just be honest about it. Be upfront. Don't plead all innocent and woe is me and say you're off to live a private life when you're not. Just say it. Hey, we're off to LA to get into showbiz, do deals with Netflix, hang out with Oprah. Cool, brah. Just tell it like it is, that's all. I, I It's weird. This weird thing with Kate, how she she keeps talking about how we shouldn't talk about Harry and Meghan anymore, and but she keeps talking about them. It's like when she rails against social media, and yet she's the only person I know who knows how to do it properly. You know, how you put all those cool words. And when she ran a poll on an Instagram post yesterday, I mean, who knows how to do that? I'm Glenn ZB. I don't know how to do that, but I know how to do this. Uh, this is News Talks at Bean, and I'll be back here doing it again tomorrow. It's one of the only things I know how to do.